From regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed Power Cash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Blog Talk Radio. The countryside was ablaze with gunfire and laser strikes. 
electrical blasts and fiery cyclones struck down many invaders who set foot on the sacred ground of the ancestors. My father was in the midst of the firefight with his own brand of reckoning. He was taking them down one by one. He was given a fire weapon by one of the eye watchers. Several jawwalks attempted to attack him from the rear. But in seeing this, my mother used her psychic abilities to render them away from him and into my direction. When they marched toward me, I chopped them down with one felt swoop. My father cut down the rest with no problems at all. Chemistry, it's one hell of a dirty job, but someone has to do it. I had no idea that I was chosen to carry a goddess queen of the universe for nine months in my temple of life. Why would I be the one? Since my mother was a direct descendant of the Dogon, who they say was killed in a jealous rage by my father, who was an Iroquois Indian himself, and he took his life shortly thereafter. I almost fell into the same path as my mother, but a beautiful man came to rescue me. I never knew her, but I was told so many wonderful things about her. She was smart and witty and sweet, loving. This is what I wanted to be to my family in the future. I was raised by my father's parents because, after all, the least they could do was take care of me. I never held anything against them because, if not for my father's part, I would have never been the one to bring forth the end of the beginning. I married the bravest man in my world, and he has my deepest love and respect by just being the man he is. Leo, my uncle, and my aunt by marriage are the only people I have in the world. I am truly favored. Welcome to the world of chemistry. My I Hotel and welcome to the Truth to Power show. My name is Beverly D and we have Sister Seta a set with us tonight and she is an author. She has written uh many books and her books are called Chemistry, The File, uh and she has been doing auto reading for us. And we are reading from the book, The Ram of the Gods. Sister Seta Set, how are you doing this evening? Doing wonderful, Sister Bev. I'm doing great. Can you hear me? And how are you and the family? Great, 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 great. (laughs) Doing good. So give us a... um, a report on what is going on in your area as far as the, um, I don't want to call it a riot, as as far as the uh, protest. Well, I tell you, Sister Ben, we, this, although we have a few more days until uh, the, um, the, the summer equinox, I think it's the equinox. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yeah, we have a few more days till summer. Let's put it like that. And it's already hot here. It's in the mid eighties, close to ninety. And mm-hmm. uh temperatures are high, as in other areas as well as mine. We do have curfews. 
We do have the protest still going on. They've, uh, they, <laughs> Sister Bear, they took down some of the rebel statues around here. They, <laughs> they, they took them down. They defaced them. They uh, defiled them. They, they spray painted them. And so the mayor, which is a young man, a young, a young brother, he mm-hmm. went on ahead and just, and just took them all down. And then now, okay. so the city is facing challenges from the city council about his decision of what he did. So who wants? Confederate rebel soldiers up, spray painted all over the place, you know, still mm-hmm. for people to see. That that of course that might be a good thing, you know, like to mm-hmm. see them like that, knowing that so many people do not like to stay in the past as far as uh human slavery and the things that we all had to go through. So it's a good thing he did take them down and I, I'm with them with that. So everybody is um, there's still some challenges going on, but you know we we're going through them. We're we're getting through. We're getting through. How about you? Uh, yeah. Now I want now your your mayor. How long has he been a mayor? He's been mayor. He was voted in two years ago. He's okay. he's new, okay. and I'm pretty sure he's going to get it again because he's doing an excellent job. He's around. Okay. I think he's and about he- 34. Oh, he's really young. He's very okay. young, yes. Okay. And he's a Democrat. He is a Democrat. Okay. He okay. is a Democrat, uh, but uh, he, uh, to me, uh, to me, he's, what would you call it, an independent? He's in between uh-huh. the two. Good. Okay. So, but, okay. He's, but he's going as Democrat, yeah. Okay. Okay. And what about your governor? She she is a Republican. She took over for her husband who passed, Kay Ivey. So she is a Republican, but we're still doing good. You know, there's no risk between the mayor of my city. Well, I'm in Mm -hmm. the suburb, and the governor of uh, the state. So they're good. Okay, good. That's excellent. Mm -hmm. That's good. Well, here in Michigan, uh, we have Democratic mayor and Democratic uh, governor. But uh, mm-hmm. what happened with with uh, Detroit, the people took charge. And like I had said earlier, we have a police force, and they are thugs, but they organize. And so they okay. understand the people, <laughs> and they understand the people, and the people understand them. So what they did here was the people here called Detroit a no-fly zone. So what they told Antifa and them was, uh, you can't come up in here. This is a no-fly zone. Don't come up in here. So they came, They was in here. They in here. But the people been keeping them in check. So um, the uh, officer, we had a curfew, and so the, the police took the curfew off last night because it, it was peaceful. They saw that the people had took charge. The people was was beating the Antifa people up. They was checking them. They wasn't letting them, uh, you know, destroy property. So I rolled around. Nothing destroyed in our town. Only thing I saw was the windows broke out at the federal building. You know, a couple of windows. But mm-hmm. other than that, no no fire, nothing burning. No buildings broke out. 
And that's what, what the power you have when the people step up. And you got uh, conscious police chiefs, too. So, you know, and our governor, I, I just think she's so out of order. But didn't nobody step in? You know, the people was like, we got this. And so they really put the uh, in, uh, the Atifa people in check. And they were in the crowd because I went down there, and I had some young people with me, and I was pointing out who was the Antifa people so, you know, they could kind of see. You know, we saw some had, um, uh, what did they have those, uh, what do you call that when you keep your, the coolers. They were, they had the coolers with them. Who rang the cooler to uh, exactly. I was going to ask unless, you that. <laughs> yeah, unless you got those frozen uh, water bottles, so they were hitting, you know, they that's what they were using to destroy things. They was using them like bricks and hitting the police with them. So we saw a guy when I told them what he had in there and that he was an Antifa. I was pointing out different people. Because the young people really don't know. You know, they was like a Tifa. What is an Tifa? You know, so it's up to us mm. to open their eyes and let them know what's going on. So, uh, you know, it's under control here. So far. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's very good. Same here. Same here. We uh, the only thing really that happened was the defacing of the Confederate soldiers' mm-hmm. statue. But, mm-hmm. you know, as far as any fires or glass broken, we didn't have any of that. Okay. Uh, okay they they good. just took down the, the statue. And okay. as far as Antifa, of course, I never did go downtown because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm thinking we can do better than that. You know, I don't need mm-hmm. to be, you know, in that crowd checking things out because I might get a stray bullet or something or, you know, me and the <laughs> twins might get hit. Or, yeah. So we we yeah. we just stayed here and I just watched it and I had been keeping okay. up with it but that's the only telltale sign that we had was the taking down of the Confederate statues which has been going okay. on in Virginia which has been going on okay. in Louisiana and several mm-hmm. other places down this way so mm-hmm. I'm not against that but so far everything mm-hmm. is good mm-hmm. now good. what do you think that's about um, oh go ahead Sabine no I'm finished go ahead. Now, I was going to mention, did you see the homegoing of George Floyd today? No, uh-uh, I didn't even know they had it. Was it a closed casket? Mm. Yes, it was. Uh, you know, I, and I, yes, uh, it was. And I thought to myself, I don't think he's even in there. <laughs> he's not. I don't think he's. <laughs> he, I, I didn't, yes, I didn't even know he had, uh, they were giving him a funeral today, but I already knew it was going to be a closed casket. I mean, this is a straight-up psyop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and if anything has happened to that brother, then I, you know, I don't know what their deal was. You know, it could have been mm-hmm. orchestrated. It could, it might not have. I have no idea, but it was emo- mm-hmm. It was very emotional. And, of course, you got oh, your head honcho, Reverend Al Shopton, uh, giving the oh, eulogy, getting everybody oh, stared no. up. Excuse me. Uh, yeah, Ti yeah, was there. Uh, see that that a lot of celebrities. That it, yeah, that, I mean, this was a photo. That lets you know too that was a psyop. Any the mm-hmm. real activists, the real people that got their finger on the on the pulse of the people, they ain't gonna have Al Sharpton up in nowhere. 
They really, it, it, they nowhere. know they know the true deal. They won't have him there. It, Go ahead, exactly. Yeah. And, yeah, and you know he has showed up at uh, at some places, and they chased him out. You know he has showed up, and people like, and the people in the crowd would have been booed him. Like we don't want to hear nothing you got to say. So for them to have him up in there, uh, you know that that ain't that no. That that's another red flag. Mhm. And uh this uh attorney Crump, I see oh. him everywhere and he to me is just I put him in the category with Al Sharpton. Yes. They they're just uh yeah, they're they uh what do you call them when they opportunists? They're opportunists. He's definitely an opportunist. So he wanted he wanted to say a little something something to get the crowd riled up as well. It was almost like a show, Sister Bear. They putting on a show. It was. It's and, a he, you know, I he's just more than. Go ahead. No, I was I was laughing about the show. Go ahead, Sister Bear. He's more than an opportunist. He's part of it. He's one of the main characters of the PSYOP that they got going on. Because if you notice, he's the attorney on every one of these cases. That don't just happen. Exactly. The same thing yeah. I was thinking. And I also yeah. thought about the brother, Sister Bev, that calls into your show a lot. And I'm Which sorry one? to hear that about his mom, because my mom passed, oh. and I know exactly how you feel yeah. when uh, you your loved ones are gone. Now, they yeah. had his uh, home going at some Minnesota college, community college, mm-hmm. or some kind of mm-hmm. college thing. And, mm-hmm. Sister Bear, it was mm-hmm. crowded. Nobody <laughs> was social distancing nowhere, okay? Mm-hmm. So That's I thought, well, why come this brother can only have 10 people at his mom's funeral and they have to stay in the mm-hmm. car when this mm-hmm. one was over, it was packed. Yeah. No social distancing. Half of the people yeah. had a mask on. So I'm like, well, what's mm-hmm. going on with that? Mm-hmm. Kind of makes you think That's about, a, wonder. Exactly. That's. I mean, all these are red flags. Your mind should be looking at this. You know, it ain't adding up. If no, two it's and not. If two is not adding up, then you got to be like, come on now. And so that that guy, I don't even believe he's dead. This is my personal opinion. Because they already showed that the police officer, I say that took a knee because he had his knee on his neck. They, mm-hmm. him and the guy worked together. They worked together at security, at, at some club. That that guy is an actor. He's been an he's 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 a actor. That's what he is, and that's what he was doing that day. Him and the Chinese guy that was on the picture. They had two different badges. The you they didn't even get the uniform right. He had on one badge, he had on another badge. If you in the same if you in the police department, y'all on the same force, your badge supposed to be the same. On the, exactly. on the scout on the, the license plates on the uh police car, you know, it had police on it. I haven't seen do the police car in, in your state do they don't have numbers on there? They just have police on the license plate. Well, I don't know about the on the license plate. Uh, I believe I'm they have the license plate. G, G, the license plate. They have like government, mm-hmm. government, yes, and then some numbers. You yes. know, let you know that yes. it's a government vehicle, yes. and their plates are yes. blue. 
And then on the exactly. side, it gives the city that they serve. Mm-hmm. And not so much as well, police. You know, it's not on, yeah. like, the word police. Right. And that's another, I'm just mm-hmm. showing the red flag. Because on the, mm-hmm. on the police, so-called police car, if you look at the license plate, wasn't no government, usually they have an X in there or something, or, or mm-hmm. and they got numbers, but you know that they are government. It had the word police. Come on now. Wow. So that was another red flag. <laughs> you know, so this this was a straight-up psyop. But what I'm seeing is that everything that they're doing, to, it, it don't work. It slips on it. Because it, right. here in Detroit, it it made the people come together. It made the people in the police working in hand. You know, they were, it wasn't no opposition. Uh, you know, you could see brothers checking these people that, and then the activists got on, you know, the loud speaking. They like, uh, y'all ain't coming up in here. This is a no-fly zone. You know, you could see them working together. They didn't need no help from the governor. They didn't need no help from the mayor. They, this is their house. And if you don't protect your house, who going to protect it? Exactly. If you don't protect your environment, who is or who yes, will? Because yes. The 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 if you want to go deeper, then the real government is only going to defend what the one percenters and the five percenters own. If you don't own anything up in that category, you're not going to get any type of defense. You're going to have to do it for yourself. You're going to have to protect mm-hmm. yourself, yeah, and all things around you. But exactly. uh, getting I- back to Getting back to the scene of the so-called crime, uh, Mm -hmm. did you notice that the EMTs, now I've seen a lot of ambulances come here and take, you know, take people to the hospital or or accidents Mm -hmm. or whatever, and most of the EMTs I see don't carry weapons. Well, the EMTs that picked George Floyd up had weapons. Shoulder, you know, I don't know how bad Minneapolis is, to where an EMT have to carry a gun, you know, it might be that way. But I've never seen no. that before. If yeah. they don't carry them here in Detroit, and I don't think they carry mm. them in Chicago, you know, we mm-hmm. were once the murder capital, and you know what's going on in Chicago. What is the, Why would they carry them in Minnesota? Exactly. So that's another flag. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. a mess. It's, it's, it's just trying to, to dismantle. America tried to dismantle the peace, the people, the one last vestige on the planet that's trying to hold it together. That's all I see. Yeah, but it's I I don't see it working. It's, you know, it's like everything that they throw. It's like those uh, bubbles. You know how you had the bubbles and then they they break up after you blow the bubbles mm-hmm. and then they and that's what it feels like, you know, everything that they throw, it just starts to dissolve. It don't really catch on. So, you know, really, I, me, I think that this was part of, okay, we shut the place down, and then now soon as Trump starts to open everything back up, then here they come again, like, oh, no, we're going to tear this place up. We're going to make y'all mm-hmm. have to do martial law. We're going to make y'all have to lock it back down. You know, but it didn't work. People is people is seeing things. We not sleep like uh, we used to be, and that's the good well, thing until, about it. Exactly, and until 
they scream and shout and tell me that the sky is falling, I'm going to have to go mm-hmm. outside and look up and to make sure that the sky is falling before I believe anything exactly. they say and anything they exactly. do. Exactly. Exactly. And then so I think this little, I think this plot, go ahead. So, no, <laughs> excuse go me. Ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go no, ahead. no, no, no. No, I was just saying that we just have to realize that we are at war. I mean, the war is to take down of the United States. And my thing mm-hmm. is, we all live in this house. We are, And so if the United States get taken down, all of us is getting taken down. So it ain't no, you know, we, we all got to do our part to defend the United States. I don't care what this government, we don't like what this government do, but that's just like you might have problems going on in your household. You will handle that. You got to take care of your, your problems in your household. But you ain't going to let somebody come in and just burn your house down and tear your house up. Well, Sister Bev, see, now, see, see, you just said it just leads us right back to the chemistry in the realm mm-hmm. of the gods. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the last defense. So, and and guess where the last defense takes place in the realm of the gods? Where is that? Right here in these United States of America. See there. See you. We'll get to that Yeah, you have been on it. Let me let me open up a line here and then. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. Okay. Mm -hmm. Seven seven three eight nine five. Hey, peace to you, Sister Bev. Peace, your guest tonight, Sister Seta. How you how How y'all doing doing? tonight? I'm doing good. Peace to you, Sister Seta. This who you were talking about? His his mother passed. This who you were talking about? I'm sorry to hear about that, brother. I know how you feel. My mom's and dad's been gone for a while now, and and I know the feeling. Oh, thank you. But but it, it's it's like Brother Wesley always says. It's interesting times we live in. The mm-hmm. energy here is crazy right now because mm-hmm. um we're on the verge now, and I've never seen anything like this, and it's interesting speaking mm-hmm. with a lot of the elders, even the people, like if I have a brother, he's like 64 years, 65 years old, and I keep mm-hmm. hearing the same story that they haven't seen anything of any type of magnitude with this event that happened the past week since the Martin Luther King assassination. Mm-hmm. Um, they basically tore up half the city, literally. Wow. And it's okay. so many nuances and different angles from it. Just like, for example, um, there's one particular neighborhood on the outskirts of um, northwest Chicago, it's a uh, suburb called mm-hmm. Cicero and Berwyn. Um, mm-hmm. We still have gang elements up here, too. Like, for example, there was a, a Latin gang up there called the Latin Kings. They were actually up mm-hmm. there pulling black people out of their cars and giving them a beatdown. Um, mm, wow. It was nothing I heard on the news. It was on the news, but I used to work with a work with a person that lives in that neighborhood, and she said she saw it herself. Matter of fact, she was right down the street from where it's, it's all been happening. And mm-hmm. I'm noticing something else strange too, y'all. Uh, right after these so-called lootings, whatever, I noticed that a lot of businesses that even were burnt up or broken into, they came back the next day and they do demo- the buildings were torn down, demolished. And hmm. what's strange about that? 
it takes a while here for um, the, a, a particular piece of property for it to get demolished. It has to go through a whole bunch of process or whatever. Right. And I've never seen right. where, like a building w- was broken into. Then you turn around and tear it down the next day. I said, and uh, it, it, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Now that is that crazy. Means, yeah, it's it's it's. There's something else is going on with this. Now, uh-huh, I'm just uh-huh. going to be not disrespectful to our people. I'm just calling uh-huh. it how I saw it because I was in uh-huh. it in, in my own neighborhood. That was uh-huh. our own people doing a lot of looting for whatever uh-huh. reason. You know, um, think about it. They didn't hit everywhere, but the thing was, where they was doing the major looting at, they were, there uh-huh. was a police presence there. And I don't know if they were told to stand down. A lot of yeah. them stepped back and watched it, you know. But now what's interesting, there were certain neighborhoods and certain suburbs where there was a police presence at these businesses. And then a lot of the people in the community stuff got together and said, no, nah, y'all not coming up here tearing up our shit. Right. Especially next right. door to Indiana. Oh, they wasn't having that. Yeah. But the thing was, why why here? Why in the certain parts of town? And like what the majority of the what the black neighborhoods are here in Chicago, mm-hmm. we had mm-hmm. all the riding and loot, looting and and nothing was really done about it. And what mm-hmm. made me mad, what mm-hmm. really pissed me off yesterday, um, like what's the I'm going around trying to, you know, close out all my mother's affairs and stuff and the banks and stuff, the stores I needed to go to I couldn't go to them. They even broke into them or burnt them up. Mm. Yeah. Way on the other side of town in the suburbs to do all this, but it's like you destroy two. We where, where I live in my neighborhood, we have two post offices, which is rare. Both okay. of them shut down. New rest mm. and, and the stuff that they was shut down is fairly new establishment. The so, mayor okay. had a meeting. Meeting, yeah. The mayor had a meeting today. With uh, a lot of these um, companies and stuff, a lot of them they're not com- they're not opening back up, and it's like well, why now, if you take. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, brother. No, 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 no. Go ahead. I was thinking now that their so-called coronavirus scheme didn't work. You know, we have to tear down all these uh, brothers and sisters' buildings and businesses down. You know, yeah. this will you know, hold them back as well. You know, we can do yeah. it this way. We yeah. can't do it that way. That's what right. I'm seeing. Uh, right. And, and I'm with you because now the, the irony of this, this this happened right before the mayor, well, actually yesterday, everything was supposed to open back up in the city. But then you all of a sudden now we have these riots and looting mm. two or three days before you open up. The, yeah, I was, I was thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. And you own government, yeah, and it's like they still like with the with the um. You mentioned um. Did you mention George Soros earlier, or was that on another show? That may well, have it, well, well, we we that may have been on another show. I was just mentioning yeah, the okay. one percenters and the two okay. percenters. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, now the reason why I brought him up because you know we know about his um, about him being the financier. In terms of mm-hmm. a lot of these protests and stuff. Now, unfortunately, we have a, a black female cook uh, state attorney here by the name of Kim Fox, and um, 
do a lot of research. He he is financed. She's being financed by him, and she, mm-hmm. like I said, was on TV, you know, condemning the violence, or whatever. Then then still talking about we still have this virus. People are not social distancing and all and all this other crap, you know. So mm-hmm. it's like something. There's an entity. There's something that's going on where they don't want this stuff to open back up. But then now after this thing happened, man, this is I. I'm hope I'm wrong, but I'm I'm seeing some lasting effects of what happened, what transpired within the past two to three, two to three days. Because those businesses that we did have, they were fairly new, and at one point with the WalMarts and everything, they didn't mm-hmm. want the WalMarts here in the city of Chicago because I don't know a lot of the churches didn't want them because they said they was going to attract the wrong type of crowds, the wrong type of people, the wrong type of energy, which it kind of did, but a lot of these neighborhoods, especially in the black neighborhoods here, we were food deserts. We didn't have any grocery stores anyway. So now it's like after this didn't happen. Uh, so I, this gives I, I them know. a reason to shut. Go ahead, brother. Right, right. It gives, it, no, you took the words <laughs> out of our mouth. And I'm not, I won't be surprised. And I was telling some of my friends today um, that I wouldn't be surprised, but a lot of the smaller businesses, the business owners, they burnt their own shit up because they didn't want to be over uh-huh. here anyway. That was just an excuse right. to do that so they had to get up out of here. And I'm seeing a they lot of that, that too. They did that back in the day. They did that back in the right, day Right, right, right. But, but so they, now, for now, yeah. with all all that being said, all that rant <laughs> I just did. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's okay, rant. That's all right. Solutions. <laughs> right, right. Solutions. We need right now solutions. Mm-hmm. Um. But see, what it shows you is that. We close together, Detroit and Chicago, and it's totally right. opposite went on here. And so what it right. is is that your your city has been infiltrated. So the enemy is in your city. They was not yeah. able to infiltrate here in Detroit. That's why you see the difference. So right. you got to so yeah, y'all gotta figure out how to get now our governor, she tries, but she she in check. They got her in check to a certain point. Yeah. Because soon, yeah. soon as the as Trump opened their uh, opened their you know soon as the riot started, she opened us up. We weren't supposed to be open until the end of the month. And right. the next but day, you, when the riot started, she said that we can open up now. So that was giving now, them a message to come in, and y'all could do what y'all need to do because I got it open up now. Right, right. Now, he kind of checked our governor. They were going back mm-hmm. and forth. But the stupid thing about it, he was calling him. All of a sudden, now he he's calling him a racist, a homophobic person, and this and that, whatever, which has nothing to do with anything. And um, he did. He pretty much did the same thing right before the, step, the State Department had stepped in in terms of the churches because he wouldn't let people go into church or whatever. He opened things back mm-hmm. up, but see that doesn't that didn't include Chicago though. You know everything else who, around who Chicago. That? Who opened everything uh, up? You talking about Pritzker. Okay. That's uh-huh. our governor here. He's Jewish. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But now, as far as the mayor, it was a little, that's a little different story. But now, the, uh, uh, like I said before, you you write this Bev, and it's like I'm saying when in terms of energy. I'm saying more, I haven't been up in Detroit in a while because I know I have family members mm-hmm. and stuff there, but I noticed, like, mm-hmm. even just driving from here to Detroit, 
the the, mm-hmm. the polarity, the energy is different. You can feel mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mm-hmm. told you every time I call into the show, every time you have a guest, a sister, somebody from Detroit, it's like I can feel their energy through the phone in terms of what they're trying to do, mm-hmm. trying to help their community make stuff better. Mm-hmm. I don't feel that here anymore. It's gone. Whatever mm-hmm. that energy we had here, it's gone. Yeah, y'all been infiltrated. Right. And you know, it sounds like like they, it's a really, go ahead, Sophia. Just like y'all gang member is attacking y'all, the gang members are here, did the opposite. The gang members attacked it in Kiefer. They wouldn't let them come Mm -hmm. in. I mean, they they came in, they wouldn't let, and and it was like the police, like, okay, we see y'all. And the gang members like, okay, we see you. And so they was tagging each other. They like, I got them over here. And the police is like, we got them over here. So it it worked together. Wow. Like, that let me know we have not. Because when I went down, I went down and checked everything out yesterday while they were marching. And ain't nothing mm-hmm. burned up. Ain't not, It's just everybody mm-hmm. just going about taking see care what of I mean? business normally, mm-hmm. you know. Wow. And the police. The police lifted the curfew last night because they knew that the people had the protest in control. The people was was wow. from here was controlling it, and they was. You can see they the ones in the front line was like, okay, y'all, we gonna go slow. We gonna take our time, and they was directing it. There was some of the Antifa people trying to get out of hand, and the people from the hood checked them. And see, but that's you know, the, it uh, sounds like y'all been infiltrated. Y'all been infiltrated. Mm-hmm. Ahead, and it also sounds like now you from Chicago, right? You're in Chicago. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. sounds like it sounds like more and more they are trying to eradicate all the brothers and sisters up in that area to have you give you know to give you a low energy uh, type of resistance where. You know, you we're not going to put up a fight. We're just going to let you have it. You know, and and when you talked about they wanted to take the WalMarts out, I don't see Walmart having anything to do with people not surviving. I mean, that was a survival mm-hmm. mechanism for probably a lot of people up there. But they don't want yeah. a Walmart up there to, to keep you keep you all down, trodden. You know, having this. You know, we can't win feeling. But y'all need to take and reverse that. And you can do it. You can do it. Well, I'm with you. And I, and but, I'm with Walmart, you. but Walmart, I can kind of see where, because Walmart is China. So, Walmart is China? But, yeah, they got a lot of China stuff up in there. When Dr. X did his research, he was saying Walmart have a lot of, and I know they, I quit going to, to Walmart. Yeah, they, uh, yeah, they, I they, did they, too. they was, have a lot of was, made in China. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, a lot of their stuff was out of date, you know, because I look at dates on everything I buy. And a lot of their stuff was okay. out of date. So I, I could see Walmart, okay, that, you know. Mm-mm. Well, what other stores do you all have up there that, uh, any Targets or any uh, yeah, big-name stores up there that you could go to we have, besides these? We have Targets. Uh-huh. We have Macy's, Marshall's. Sam's Clubs. Uh, we didn't have a whole in the city. It wasn't a whole whole lot. A lot of us in the suburbs, but like mm-hmm. I said, what little we have, they didn't they didn't tore up. 
and the stuff was yeah, the that's, stuff that's hasn't what been it, that's there. What's going on. It's yeah. new, you know. And so now mm-hmm. it's like, if that stuff, all those entities do leave, then what do you do? Because, like I said, 30, 40, 50 years ago, mm-hmm. it wasn't no such thing as going to the mall or going to a Target or Walmart because each community in here in the city of Chicago, we had our own stores, had our own tailor shop, you know, restaurants. You didn't have to go out the neighborhood for anything. Mm-hmm. But as times change, you know, the immigration thing changed, whatever. Because Chicago, at one point, is a real. it kind of still is, it was a real segregated city. But we all knew this, even amongst the whites. You had your Polish neighborhood over here, then your Irish neighborhood, Jewish neighborhood, uh, Italian neighborhood. Maybe they didn't like each other to a certain point, but, you know, everybody was pretty much, mm-hmm. you know, where you stood. You know, even, though, like I said, the blacks had on their own certain type of town, but they were kind of, like, segregated within segregated themselves also. But I don't know. Is that all that stuff that changed, that fight? For um, what's the word I'm looking for? Independence and everything. That spirit mm-hmm. is just it's just not there anymore. Yeah, y'all been infiltrated. Mm-hmm. That's why y'all got you all know. the murders going on. Right. That's not normal. And like I say, even doing doing the looting, you should have seen. As a matter of fact, Memorial Day, going back to last week, I think they had the highest murders. I think it was like eighty something people shot or something like that. It was almost a city, city city record, you know. And then, like, the first couple of nights of losing, we had a high number of people shot, you know. So, <laughs> it's yeah, like, wow. that's what it is. Y'all been... That sounds... They, they want you depressed, and they don't want you to have that fight in you anymore. And mm-hmm. most likely, in the end, they would want our brothers and sisters to pull up and leave. That's what I'm. That's what I'm sounding like. But I'm and that's been happening. They've been leaving out here in droves. Yeah. Yes, that's what they're doing, chasing you out, so they can rebuild, take over. I mean, if you in a mm-hmm. fight, isn't that how they did it with America, with the indigenous people that came over and yes. took over bit by bit by bit? They didn't do the whole right. thing what at they one did. time. So right. they taking over y'all territory. That's what they did. It's like. What? Like they're opening opening back up in phases. That's what they're doing. They're infiltrating and they're just take, taking everything out in in phases. You know, mm-hmm. um, that's how you do it. Wow. Well, I want to ask you a question, brother. Uh, from yeah. what I saw today on the home going of George Floyd, compared to your mom, is there anything, any kind of legal action that you could take for them? Uh, doing what they're doing to your family? Or is that that possible? Well, I mean, as far as you said, legal action as far as my family? Yes, as far as, you know, uh, having only 10 people, you know, at the home going and you have to stay in your car. It's it's not, see, the thing is, oh, that's a good question, though. It's It's not just my family. This has mm-hmm. been the this has been the norm for the past couple months. This is COVID nineteen thing. Mm-hmm. These are restrictions mm-hmm. that the mayor and governor put in. This has been mm-hmm. going on. Oh yeah, that mm-hmm. that's been going on for a while. Mm-hmm. And okay. what happened now? What was what was interesting when we when we had started the initial process of the funeral arrangements? Originally, they told us that um 
when we go when we take my mom to the cemetery that nobody mm. can get out the car. But then I think that next day when they started to loosen up the restrictions, that changed. Now they were saying that ten people can get out the car. But this is that the social excuse my language, but that's that social distancing bullshit they implemented. And I keep you know, we keep trying to tell people there is no legal foundation or legal basis for that. But it's exactly. like bad, like what you yeah. said, everybody mm-hmm. just fought. It's fear for another thing, it's the spirit of fear here now. Now, mm-hmm. like right. I said, we're still dealing with that spirit of fear with the COVID, but now it's the spirit of fear with the riot. That's why a lot of people didn't even want to come out to the funeral or anything, or even the, um, not that it was going to let them in anyway, but the viewing because mm-hmm. it's either the virus or the looting. They're scared. Mm-hmm. And you don't have but to necessarily um, kill a person, physically kill a person. You can, you can put something in their mind to the spirit you killed them, like fear. And it's working. Right. Not on everybody, yeah. though. Not right, on everybody, right, right. but a good right. majority of people. Mm-hmm. Please, you still walking around but here in know, damn mask and gloves. Now, to answer your question, Sister Seta, uh, the president just signed a bill a few days ago uh, dealing with the uh, social media. But mm-hmm. with mm. that bill... You can use this this bill he signed. I could see that bill using that on as a legal weapon on what they're doing about the social distancing because there's a, a video that's on uh, YouTube and it's by Rye, uh, Rob Ryder and okay. he's breaking down uh, the uh, what the president just signed. And the, mm-hmm. the way he was breaking it down, you used the FTC, uh, you used that part of the government to go, use them as the, your complaint and let them take care of the situation. Right. I, could see right. take, I could see you taking that issue to the FTC, and it is not just only people thinking it, the, that he signed it for just only the social media, but this is for you can use them but, but I could see that happening for this situation here too. So go ahead and and, 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 and you and you and you know something and you know something else we can use. Um, mm-hmm. oh somebody got a dog. I got a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Let me mute. <laughs> even the dog, even if your the dog, dog said, is you're right. Like that. You're right. Yes, the dog was like, you're right. You're right. That's it. That's it. But Y'all not, on but it. not check. Right, but now check this out. There's um, the Illinois Department of Public Health published a manual, well, updated manual uh, back in March of 2020, dealing with mm-hmm. um, influenza and pandemic um, guidelines and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's specifically, mm-hmm. and I read, I read a certain part of this manual. It clearly states that um, social, it didn't say social distancing, but like distancing people mm-hmm. and closing mm-hmm. down the businesses. It's not recommended, and it's not going to do anything. And it's stated mm-hmm. that pretty much. I'm paraphrasing, but it said that in that manual. I know. And that part of the manual can also be – you can take that in court and challenge these people. Yes. So it is a, a legal remedy. And that's yeah. Well, I would try it if, you know, if, 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 if it helps. Too. I would, yeah, get and look into it. You know, because that's painful. You got more than 10 mm-hmm. family members, and your family can't come and see their loved ones, you know, be laid to rest. But then this fake 
psyop that they got with a closed casket. The man probably ain't even dead, and you got hundreds of people can go to that funeral. Come on now. Yeah, isn't that strange? Yeah, no, yeah, but but it's up to us. It's up to the people. If you say they, it's like exactly. a bully. If you let that, if you let that bully keep whooping your ass, you are gonna get your ass whooped until you fight right. back. Ain't nothing gonna change. Right. So you know, and we get we get hit we get hit with that one two chicken combo. If it ain't the mayor, it's the yeah. governor. You know. Um, but what it should do is it should make us smarter. We should be able to strategize yes. now. We should be like, I'm tired of yes. getting hit upside the head. I'm, I know what punch they use. They keep using the same punch. So now you strategize. You're like, how do foxes do? What do they do? They study they, the person that they're going to fight. And they like, right. okay, he like to use this jab. He like to hit you through with the left. Yeah, and that's all we got to do and counterpunch. Right, rope or dope. Yeah, whatever it takes. And we are a strong enough people to do that. So uh, yeah. we should be working on that right now, which we have been working on. So I, I think we're going to – there's no thinking about it. We are in this time now where we can succeed, and we will. We're in this time. Yes. Times are changing. It's not like yesterday. It it's totally different. Mm-hmm. It's different today. And you've yeah. got young people, old people, everybody is coming together. The, the the air is clear. The scene is clear. Everything is clear. They cannot go back, excuse my language, to the bullshit that they've been giving us right. for all these years, over 400 years. And I'm tired of that 400-year yeah. mm-hmm. stuff. They came off up in here, and they took everything back in the 13, 14, 1500s, even far back as the pyramids. Everything that they have and everything that they've done and accomplished they got it from the original people. And so we're going back that way, and they know their time is up, and they doing everything they can to shut us down, but it's not going to work because the universe, the cosmos, and nature is not going to have it. It's no, there's, they're not going to have it. Why, why continue to have a Caucasoid person in charge of the most sacred thing in this world, in this in this cosmos, is the original people that the Creator chose to run this joint. And somewhere, we got caught up in some mess that we shouldn't have been doing. So now we paid for it. Yeah, we done paid for it. Yeah, you know, we done been through some things. We done been through hell. So it's now time to come up out that hell. And we're getting ready to do this now. So, brother, don't you give up. Do all you can. Show them, look, hey, you know, this is what, I won't, this is my mom, this is what a whole lot of other families that, you know, I could represent to show you. And if y'all could come together and to look into that law, I, I know you can succeed. Ain't no belief right. to it. I know you can. I know you can. Because it's so sad. A lot of families that had already gave up, they said they just had them cremated. They said we got the yeah, record number mm. of, of cremations here now. They no, just said fuck no. it, you know. And that's you know, and that's what that's what they want. That's what they want all of us to say. Right, we ain't fucking it today. Excuse my language. Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. I I know you got a show to do, so I don't want to. You know, I'm tired. No, it's it's been a pleasure talking to you, brother. Keep keep going. Keep going. I'll share with. Yeah. Okay. And and make sure, Derek, that and the listeners. 
uh, go on YouTube and look up Rob, R-O-B, Ryder, R-Y-D-E-R. It's this latest video. I forgot the name of it. But he's talking about this new... with the a governor, with uh, Trump just did with the uh, social media, and that law can be used for the social distancing. You can use it for uh, many things. So just kind of take a look at it and see what he say, and use your creativity. Okay. There you go. Setta, uh, we All can right. get into the uh, and, t- and before we get into it, let the people know where your book's at, where they can get it. Can they still get autograph books? Well, they sure can. They can go on the website, chemistryfiles.com, K-E-M-E-T-S-T-R-Y files.com, and go there. And on that site, everything, all the information there will lead you to the chemistry files. And just let me know in an email, which is chemistryfiles at gmail.com, if you want those five novels shipped free of charge, autographed by me to let me know if you want those and leave me your information and I can get them out there to you. And the, and the, and the thing I really would love to do, Bev, mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. all this stuff that we see today, I want everyone to see it on a film, in a movie. Mm-hmm. And if we mm-hmm. can visualize and see what I want to present to the people, Man, they I don't know. I might have to have a mm-hmm. guard unit around me 24-7 because this is something <laughs> that they wouldn't want you to see. They wouldn't want you to see mm-hmm. what the chemistry says. Mm-hmm. But they can't really stop wouldn't. it, like you said earlier. When, once your eyes is open, you know how, they can't stop you from seeing, and that's what's happening. Okay, exactly. let's get into part. What part are we in now? I think we're on part 20, Clarity. Okay, clarity. Part 20, wow. clarity. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's the end. Okay. Okay. Part 20, clarity. In reality, what seemed to have been the night before was the day before. Most residents were emerging from their abodes. In the beginning, it was exceptionally hard to get familiar with the sleeping during daylight hours. So they had to sleep during the daylight because there was no night. Knowing when the problem, knowing was when the problem. They weren't cognitive to know if it was 4 p.m. or 4 a.m. The only indication they had was the setting and rising of the original sun. Jackson was the first to depart from his small habitat. He revved up his rover and headed for the armory. Being the first one to arrive, he opened the gates to let himself in. Thirty minutes later, he was met there by Blaze. For some reason, he felt she knew the feelings he had for her. Maybe it was the thought he planted in her mind about going to a place far away from their maddening reality. She smiled. He smiled. Without speaking, they continued to equip the vehicles with the weapons they planned to use during the journey. Not long after the true sun arose from the horizon, the rest of Blaze's group appeared. After that, the rest of the groups trickled in. Some of them arrived with their families in tow, 
to give out their last goodbyes, hugs, and kisses. Diamond arrived with Braddock. She felt if she helped to prepare, she wasn't totally out of the loop. Everyone knew that it was going to be hard on them and very hard on the community with them gone. But Jackson made sure that all the soldiers were not expendable. He left 50 of them behind to protect the people. In addition, the rest of the adults received military training under his third in command. Sergeant Roscoe Dawson, he trained them like any other soldier was trained. Once everything was tied down, loaded, confirmed, checked, double-checked, and rechecked, Jackson delivered the most amazing speech inside the walls of the fort. With the, with the small, caring population listening attentively and hanging on to every word he was going to say, he said, we are embarking on another chapter in our lives, maybe the last one. None of us was here during the last global war that destroyed most of the planet. And with the oceans rising, it has left us with only a small portion of land. There is history through the word of mouth from the elders here in the books that we are very lucky and fortunate to have with us. And read why we have two sons now. Why we have no communication, why we have no food, barely any livestock to feed our families with. So many people on the other side of the world have died out. Even I don't know if there's anyone left over there. They can answer many other questions you're curious about, but there is one part of this his story I can tell you about. Before the last war of 2042, an important political election took place in 2016. There were two popular sides, what people here in Turtle Island used to articulate in the way they felt when it came to a thing called politics. Politics is what I called it. When I learned what it was about, it was done away, it was done away with in 2025. And it consisted of a Democratic side, and a Republican side, two others called Libertarian and Green. But no one seemed to care about those two. When they wanted to tell the people what they stood for, they called them campaigns. The two major campaigners at that time was between an experienced Democratic woman who practically lived deeply rooted in politics, although some thought she was shady at times. The arrogant man who spoke, who she spoke against never had any experience in the political world. He was a shady character, but an experienced businessman. He crossed over from being a Democrat to a Republican. People voted for the best one who they thought could bring relief to our country, not really knowing what they were dealt with. We are a diverse group in our own right. We have people of color. Caucasians, Asians, Latinas, and other people right here. Look around you and really see each other past the color, our rules, but we haven't done but we have but haven't we done just fine surviving together with no politics? Well, back then the world couldn't see that and it caused a lot of confusion. Little did people know that there were sinister forces 
underpinning an agenda to dismantle this country because it was in debt to those they owed trillions and trillions and trillions of fiat dollars. And they didn't know how they were going to pay it back. The only way they could do this was to kill off some of the people, many ca- mainly Caucasians, because those were the people who garnered many privileges for years than any other people on the planet. Face it, there are hardly any of you left. The fact is they needed to usher in the Georgia Guidestones message and use Jade Helm to begin its crackdown on Turtle Island and the world and bring in the new world order. Those are the huge broken stones you see right outside of Elberton, Georgia. Back in 1979, the main message and directive it gave was in 10 languages. The goal was to rid the planet of 6.5 billion lives in order for life to go on without depleting the resources available to the human beings. It was saying mass murder had to take place in order to achieve their goal. The murders started in Africa. Getting back to the 2016 election, they say the people wanted a new face to lead this country. Thus, they chose the man. This person did everything he was instructed to do. He was very successful. And so in doing so, he ran the country and he served eight years. Now, many people died under the hand of the government. And this is the result of that. The evil continues to run rampant on those who are left on the face of this planet. When the chosen who almost wiped out the sinister back then placed two extra suns in the sky, it helped. But now it is hampering our strategy to attempt to defeat them. I am counting on their return to restore normalcy in the heavens. It's not an impossible dream to have. Hopefully all our dreams will manifest soon. This brings me to why we're making this trip. The main goal is to seek others in the far north, Canada. I received Morse code from General Bryce Wilhorn. He tells me that they are next on the radar to be destroyed. He hopes we can assist them in fighting for their freedom. If we're not a success, we will fail. And of course, we won't return. But we all plan on coming back. So be strong and don't be afraid. We are survivors. That was part 20. Clarity, Sister Bev. Now, what year was this that you wrote that book? Well, this was in, this was around 2017. Okay, so this is 2016, 2017. Yeah, because I knew about the election and all that then. Okay, I get ready to say, okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I thought this is the one you had wrote back in eleven ten up in there. Okay. No, this this is All the right. last book that I've written. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. If it's you on it, you on it. So we got time for another one. Let's do another one. Another. Okay. Part. 
Uh, let's do part 19, movement. Part 19, movement. The young people couldn't believe how all this confusion and calamity came about in this country and also the world. There was so much more to learn to engage in the fact that their world was destroyed due to ignorance, stupidity, and greed. All they had to do now was load up in the vehicles and energetically hit the road. Once again, there were tears and hugs among the families. Diamond held her man's waistline tight. Braddock didn't want to let her go either, but he knew what was at stake and ahead of their journey. So he eagerly gave her a kiss one last time with such tenderness and loving care and promised her he would return. She counted on him coming back. Diamond knew for him and for the town she would have to be stronger than ever. The group started their trucks and motorcycles and aggressively drove off toward the north. Ringo occupied Jackson's rover. Zion took the wheel from Braddock. Blaze drove her vehicle. Lynch was at the helm in her group. Jag operated truck number five and Vision headed up the rear. The six riders on the motorcycles were Dash, Coma, Seal, Reaper, Domino, and Edge. In their rearview mirrors, many hands were raised up, motioning their last goodbye. In each vehicle, the soldiers attempted to entertain themselves with song, poetry, and laughter. But after they managed to meet their cutoff points in just three and a half hours, they came upon a warehouse outlet in Nashville. Jackson motioned for all to stop. Could be some much-needed supplies to add to their journey in there. They parked their vehicles well away from the building, with the drivers still intact. The plan was a soldier from each group would go in and scout the main section of the building, with Jackson in the lead. They approached with extreme caution, guns at the ready for whatever or whoever might show their hand. Inside up above the weather-ridden ceiling, a flash of radiant light from the suns pierced through, and that gave them a line of sight of 10 feet. So far, so good. Nothing threatening their safety to push on beyond the broken glass doors. Phantom moved to the right to check a crate of shrink-wrapped, unopened boxes when he was startled by a storm of wrens flapping their wings hastily into the air and flying away from the intruders. Each man and woman was ready to fire when Jackson said, Stand down. It's just birds. I don't know, but we shall soon see. They gathered around to unwrap the crate as if it was a Christmas gift. Their eyes gleamed with cheer. Lo and behold, they hit pay dirt. A gift of MREs were found undisturbed. Two each in four-pound buckets. Someone left a damn, in a damn hurry for getting these. Monsters must have been on that ass for sure, Poppy said jovially. Walker responded by asking, how many do you think it is? Three stacks of nine boxes, four inside each box. I'd say there's about 108. We won't have to worry about food. There's 18 boxes for each group, said Braddock. 
Yeah, and it's only going to take a day and a half to get to the rendezvous point, nonstop driving. Let's keep looking. You never know what else we can find, stated Jackson. He called out for Lynch to bring the truck and her crew with her so they can begin loading up the rations and distributing them and distribute them to the others. Toward the gas pumps, he wondered if there were any fuel. Among the 12 fueling pumps, surely one should have a small amount left in it. Jackson lifted up the 12th pump from its, lash, its latch and sucked the nozzle. The nozzle. The coppery taste of the steel proved to be uneventful as nothing was produced by his actions. The next pump on the opposite side of it proved to be futile. The next four was inefficient and unproductive. He said to himself, one more try. The very last pump on the end, the one that hardly saw any action when the warehouse was abound with energy, proved to be liquid gold after a fountain of clear gas spouted out like water. Tons of buckets and empty gas containers were brought over to the pump. Their transportation was filled to the overflow mark, was siphoned up as much as possible until it ran dry. If this was a winning find, then there's no mention to whatever else we can come upon in this place. But let's be cautious, since safety is priority number one. We cannot celebrate yet, stated Jackson. They stealthily moved inward into the building, walking through garbage and trash everywhere. Liquid that spilled on the floors produced a slippery slope for those whose balance was less than normal. Boxes and boxes of non-organic items, such as televisions, dishes, towels, clothing, and so on, was everywhere. The soldiers could always use the clothes. Those items were rounded up and taken. Jackson ordered Tucker and Mosley to fan through the automotive department to see what was usable in there. Again, there were many useful items discovered for vehicle repair in the days to come. In all, Jackson assessed that there was some kind of fight in here, but it looks like the humans were greatly challenged during that battle, and they lost it, leaving everything behind. <laughs> Sounds like what we're going through now with the riots. That was part 19, Sister Beth. Okay, okay. Uh, mm -hmm. Let me see. Hold on a minute. Hold on. Until Leo came along, my police department wasn't the best in Fargo, and hiring him was the best decision I could have ever made. He's a good guy. So good that I would give up all the rest of my 19 officers for just one of him. He lets you know straight up what's on his mind and how he feels. When I asked him what was his take on all the black soldiers that were stationed right across the county from us, I told him about Project Blue Book. And right there where they are stationed is where it all took place. He asked me was I afraid. I said no, but I would like to know why they were there. And with Leo being a retired military man, I figured he would be best at asking them. His answer to me was, go ask them yourself. I didn't say nothing more. Chemistry. 
I'm caught up where I don't belong. My husband has a very big task ahead of him, and I am 100% in his corner. His family, our family means a great deal to me. Did you and I have seen and been to hard times on this planet? No one in power will never admit to helping us or anyone who looks like us. That is why I will take up arms to stand by his side because I know that help is coming and he plays a big part of it. Sure, I am not the only one who is afraid of what is uncertain in these last days, but I will certainly be relieved when they come. Chemistry will change all things. I am the president of all of Africa, and my friend, American President Nigel Foster, needs my help. He was the brave one, the one to stand up to the most powerful group in the universe. After looking around at the thousands of lifeless bodies lying on the dusty African soil, well, this made me rethink about how precious life is. I wasn't sure how I was feeling, but one thing was for sure. All of the armies in the world couldn't contain these two young people. Nigel asked me to accompany him to the Congo, where he would give his last speech. I could not turn him down. Not now, or I would be seen as a coward. So I answered him, sure, Nigel. I will go with you. I am slightly afraid, but what kind of president would I be if I allowed you to face our enemy alone? Chemistry. It's the reason why. Chemistry. It's the reason why. <laughs> and I, uh, I just... <laughs> uh, I... Um... The call-in number is 323-642-1586. If you have a comment or a question uh, that you want to add to the conversation here, push the number one. And I also want to say that I will be back on Saturday. I will have Philippi uh, Shock Matthews joining us again uh, Saturday. So he is a metaphysician. So that, that should be quite interesting. He's going to be giving us some good inf- uh, information also. All right, Sister Seta, uh, very, very interesting. It's like you have insight on what's going on. Your books has been right on target. How are you doing with the movie? You making your well, contact? Yes, I sent letters out to uh, our good brother, Tyler Perry. I've sent a few letters out to Amazon as well as Netflix, and I'm hoping Mm -hmm. to hear back with them. I'm preparing a letter now for uh, director Will Packer. Uh, I'm trying to hook up uh, with um, the brother that he has. uh, He does things on uh, Gaia, on planet Gaia. Mm -hmm. He has a book out Mm -hmm. as well, uh, The Emerald Tablet trying to hook up with him. I can't think of his name right now, so it's a weird name. So I'm trying to uh, hook up with him. I'm trying to get with what I know Sister Stewart, uh, Sophia Stewart, Mm -hmm. and I would like to work with her in conjunction with the new Matrix that she's coming out with, Matrix 4. So maybe 
you know, we can revive up the matrix again along with the chemistry because after the matrix, the matrix is what have had us open our eyes to see things, right. to see what's going on. Right. So now we're into the chemistry where we need to act on what we've seen. So um, I'm trying to get with her. Got to give her a call. Oh, and did you get the uh, did you get the PDF of her new book? I sent it to you. I don't know if you re- if you were. I, 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 I haven't looked at it. I think I saw your mm-hmm. email. I'll look again. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. look at it again and I'll read it. Uh, but that would be good. You and her, you know, come on here and uh, we can continue to. Uh, Open people's minds up. We have a call, Sister uh, Seta. Uh, three okay. three six. Is this Mama Az? Az. Yes, ma'am. Thank, thank you. Can, can hey, you Mama me? Az. <laughs> hey, sweetheart, girl. Don't you worry about a thing. Everything is going to be all in divine timing. Now, uh, uh, Miss Sophia. I, oh, girl, I, I'll go into meditation and, and envision you and she at the uh, Kitchen Table University uh, rolling out your notes <laughs> and collaborating. I'm not, I'm not BSing you by the freeway. I mean that for uh-huh. my soul, okay? And, and I'll even ask her, um, you know, I'll have a reasoning with her or, or an inquiry as to, can that happen? Uh, let, let's, I mean, let you guys do it. Now, are you familiar with Billy Carson? Billy Carson. Yes, ma'am. That is the name. You know, it's so uncommon for our brothers to have a name, about. Billy Carson. Yes, right. that's what I was speaking on. Yeah, I'm going to collaborate oh. with him as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, he had a podcast. It was very, very interesting. His his dad, he, he said he had to uh, switch gears, yes. regroup, and not allow himself to continue to be caught up in all of this drama because of what happened to his dad and how, and, how and it him. happened. Yeah. And, and yeah. so uh, this was just recently he talked about it. So, yes, uh, Billy Carson, he's he's right right now and if you can make that connection it is time because he's reaching out for uh, uh someone on your order whether he knows it or not so that's my comment uh sister and and i'm with you and 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 you sound like my sister-in-law it it was bugging the bejesus out of me who in the heck do you sound like <laughs> It's my sister-in-law out of Jacksonville, Florida. I'm like, whoa, buddy. So thank you. Thank you. Thank us. And I'll be listening. Thank us. Thank you, too, sister. Thank you. Thank you, too, Mama AZ, Sister Mama AZ. And I've been trying to call you, but you ain't been picking up the phone. So I'm going to call you tomorrow. So pick up your phone. <laughs> oh, yes, ma'am. Oh, okay. I apologize. Okay. I jollipize about that. Oh, yes, ma'am. Oh, okay. no, that's okay. Those you're just probably busy, but I'm going to let you know that I'm going to give you a call tomorrow. So, um, we'll talk tomorrow. Okay. You you text me because it, it's okay. a lot going on, and and I've been mm-hmm. having a lot of dreams, and I've been meaning to uh, reach out to you about Miracle Valley here. Uh, this is really deep, and and uh, and I, I need your input, sister. 
Okay, well, I'll be sure to call you. Okay. Thank you, ma'am. Okay. Thank you for calling. Peace and blessings. Uh Peace. Oh, shoot. Let's get, oh, yeah, my phone was muted. Um, peace, uh, Mama AZ. I've been trying to reach out to Billy Carson also to have him to come on and speak with us, too. That'll be wonderful, Sister Bear. That'll be mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, we got like nine minutes left. And uh, anyone else want to call in? You can call in at 323. 323- Six four two one five eight six push one. If you would like to talk to Sister Seta Aset, who is the author of the Chemistry Files, and how many books is it that you have in your files? Well, right now, Sister Bev, there's five. I'm working on number six, which I've okay. been saying it's been uh, dedicated to Dr. Delbert Blair, and it's called Chemistry Area Fifty One. And it is about um, a particular group of people, young people, mm-hmm. that uh, are, I really don't want to give it all away, right, but it's about right. a particular okay. group of young people, uh, of, okay. of young people of color. And not just okay. the, right. you know, the. this is a, a particular group of black brothers and sisters. I'm going to young mm-hmm. black brothers and sisters that has the power okay. right now, what you would call the star seeds. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, it's about them. That's all okay. I can say. And, and, <laughs> it is, and it is about them because that's who's out mm-hmm. there protesting now is that young oh, energy, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's definitely about the young energy that's there now. So that should be interesting, and you and you got to be dealing with the UFOs. Yes, a lot of UFO action going on, mm-hmm. a lot of alien action going on, and a okay. lot of discovery. Okay, because mm-hmm. okay. that's what's going on now too. You know, they they up there in space. Who knows what they're doing up there? You know, and so um, a lot of aliens and UFOs and spaceships and. All kind of stuff going on now. Well, you know, I think it's in preparation of something huge to come uh, Mm -hmm. that I've always spoke about in the chemistries. Uh, You know, this is this is the game changer. This is a game changer right now. We're living in we're, we're living in a time of you just can't say change. There's another word other than change that we need to be looking for because. You're not in the same dimension as you were in 10 years ago. This is a whole totally new dimension that has raised the bar, so to speak. The levels mm-hmm. of intuition, the levels of thought, the levels of just everyday living has been lifted up to a higher standard. And those that's not on that ship, they, they're going to be wiped out. I'm as simple as that. I can't say it no different or no plainer. And it's and and hmm. and like the brother was saying in Chicago, it's it's like they're trying to wipe them out. Mm-hmm. That's the type mm-hmm. of uh, the levels that they're trying to get us to right now. Not only in Chicago, but everywhere they can find a weak point in America, they're going to try to deal with it and wipe those people out in those weak points. Mm-hmm. And Where to the people me, are weak, you so. know. 
it's no coincidence that they week there, uh, as you call it, in Chicago, mm-hmm. because it kind of feels like, to me, they poisoned them first. And, you know, they mm-hmm. didn't kill them, but they made them weak. You know, so then it made it easy for them to come in and conquer them. And that's no coincidence that they had Obama energy going in there because, you know, mm-hmm. that that's part of that energy, that, that, that takeover vibration. So I just feel like that they're not dead. I just feel like right. that they were weakened. They were weakened, and they it was dead intentionally so they could come in and made it easier to take over. Now it kind of feels like they're getting their strength back. It feels like they're regrouping. A lot of people have retreated. You know, they have left and went to other places. But I just feel like, deal, it's not over with. I just don't feel like it's no. over with. Mm-mm. It's it's not over. They're trying to get it to be over, but it's not over. You know, they're, they're mm-hmm. excuse me, they're weakening they're weakening the spots that they feel like they could, you know, take out more people, whether it's, whether it's them taking them out, them setting them up, or just them taking, you know, doing this to themselves, you know, mm-hmm. like, a, and, and I'm, we're just not saying our people, we're saying their people too, because their people know that's the reason why they're in the streets, you know, marching and protesting and everything, because they know they next. If they wasn't yeah. in the front line to be took out, they know they next. So they need the strength and the spiritual, the spiritual strength of us to hold them up in order for them to march. In other words, they're piggybacking off on, of us to stay alive because they right. know and I that just, they're next to. Well, I use the analogy that we all in the same house. And so mm-hmm. the house is, is being attacked. And, and and so, I mean, we all got to fight because if the house go down, all of us going down. You know, so and, and I my... might live in one room and somebody else live mm-hmm. in another room, but we all still in the same house. And That's so my thing, Sister Bell, mm-hmm. once this is over with, I want to see just how many stay in that house. I'm I'm curious to see that in the United States you know, in America in, in unity yeah unity the unity yes well I know it's happening all across the world you know because yeah. the whole world has yeah. been depressed by these people exactly so I, exactly mm-hmm. and, and I of course that's like what the that chemistry we, deals with <laughs> go ahead yeah and rest. I feel like that mm-hmm. we are in the mansion we the big house you right know, I just feel like that you know and we really have to be attacked because we the the military, you know, we was the military of the world. So that what you do, you you attack the guards when you going in the bank, you going to attack the guards first. Exactly. Exactly. And they know that the the strength and the knowledge is all here on Turtle Island. This is this mm-hmm. is what all the other countries of the world look at first. So if we don't set up a good fighting example of the deep, dark state, then the rest of the world is going to be weak. They look to us for the mm-hmm. strength. That's, so that's, that's, uh, yeah, that's what we, we, you know, we got to get on it. We got to get on it. And, we're, and I'm not saying just to save everybody else, but we got to save ourselves first. 
and we got to show the example of how we did it so that the rest of the world can follow. Exactly. That's just like we in the neighborhood, my house on fire, and I know how to put it out right quick. I could tell my neighbor how to put their house out right quick. And that's mm-hmm. what they did with the virus. That's what they doing with the um that HQ uh HCQ, you know, that's what they did. They they know it worked and then they showed the other countries that it worked and it spread. So that's the position we in and what they say you cut the head off the body of a follow. I just feel like yes. the head. <laughs> so they trying to cut our head off but they're not gonna be able to do it. All they did was just really it made us mad. It made us like, what? Oh, you going to mess with us? Okay, we're going to show you. Yeah, they opened up the wrong can made of worms. Worms. Yes, they did. I just think <laughs> it made us even more powerful. We had got mm-hmm. kind of comfortable, you know. So what it did is it made us more powerful now. So we're we getting ready to really show what we made out of. Well, Sister Setta, I appreciate you as always. And uh, we shall do this again next week. And uh, much, much love. And thank you for taking your time out to spend with us on Thursday. Well, thank you, Sister Bear, for giving me this opportunity to take this Mm -hmm. time out. I appreciate (laughs) it. I enjoy it. I enjoy the family. I enjoy the callers. I enjoy everything. And I I just love to spread the word. Thank you. And keep creating. (laughs) Keep writing those books and those movies. And thank you. And peace and much love. Thank and, you. And peace and much love. All right, you're welcome. Peace and love, family. Join me Saturday. I'll be back. Yeah. Don't you feel it? Perfect. Right at the end of the day, I see things coming my way. It's not pretty. It's not good. It's nothing like you thought it was. The boogeyman is here. So now, you got to prepare. Win or lose, it's all up to you. So what you gonna do, what you gonna do? The world is not like it was before. It used to be so much more. But the aliens are back. To throw us all off track. What? You didn't think you had an enemy? There's no such thing as friend of me. It's changed for the worse. And you are under the curse. Your ancestors never for you. So now what you gonna do? You feel it all around you. Your ancestors got a hold of you. No more sneaking, telling lies. Because you realize. There's something happening here. Producing fake fear. Oh, I'm scared. But don't shed no tears. Just get your shit in gear. Truth is coming down to you. Then you gotta make your own truth. Know your right mind. Your future is the time. Don't become their food. Eat you. All they wanna do is snack you. Demonic spirit came down. And now.
hard. Can you feel?